0: Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Boy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the Interview
1: Queen, Alicia Two. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death
0: (laughs) Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling. Damn the cow. Really this is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin and bangin'. And you're listening to, you are listening to You are listening to Broken but Glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hey yeah. Hello and welcome to another di- edition of Broken Blocked Glorious Wrestling Podcast. Um no Chris Lappin this week, so I'm your standing host, Nick Davey that be joined by the um, fantastic, the Playboy Prince
1: of Podcasting, Lance Rivera. Lance, who? i I'm going to get my words out then. <laughs> Lance Rivera. There we go. That's the one. That's me. Not not that other guy you just mentioned.
0: I was reading my notes and I just sort of, yeah.
1: <laughs> You've got to remember my name.
0: Mul- yeah, multitasking. That is oh, yeah. worst. How are you doing though, are this you? evening, mate?
1: Oh, I'm doing all right. Not too bad. Not too bad. Fantastic.
0: waiting for lockdown to end. I was going to say we've thought well for for all our people wondering when we record we are we come up to it so about 4 hours left of um lot of um of lockdown coming to an end. Um, I have not drunk since uh the 4th of November, but I'll Ooh. be having a few beers tomorrow to um support businesses to support a few pubs to go I've back obviously.
1: Two
0: tier two so I have to have a meal. I
1: was going to say yeah, uh, you've got to have a substantial a meal. Scotch
0: egg. That's been doing the rounds today, Scotch egg with my pint.
1: you've got to have a substantial substantial meal, though that's what it says it's on the government guidelines. Ah, uh,
0: but yeah. so uh, yeah, I'll try and do that, but
1: um, yeah, do you know what pad- it says though it doesn't say you've got to eat it
0: yeah, I do dread to think there's going to be a lot of food waste and when we've been oh, talking about, right? Like, it makes me pretty cross when, like, we've had all this year of all the fiasco of food this year. Obviously, Marcus Rashford and everything doing an incredible job. It, there's going to be, I do dread to see the images we're going to see on towards the weekend of food yeah. going to waste. And I just hope that it does. I just hope that there's going to be a lot of logical thinking from, from pubs and what have you. And at least hopefully it will go to homeless charities and what have you. But.
1: It'd probably just be easier just to say, go, go to the pubs, or just, just
0: do oh, what it you want. Would, it would, wouldn't it? To be, I think it should just be the case of shut, shut, you either shut completely to, to take away, or, you just rule a six. Yeah. A bit, drink
1: if you want, eat Cause, if you want. Because it's not, it's not gonna work, is it? it won't no, like.
0: it won't work. But, hey, at least, well, we're out of lockdown, so at least you can do shopping, hairdressing, or whatever you, whatever you wanna do. Um, but yeah, no, would be, as I say, are you in tier three?
1: I'm in tier two.
0: Oh, okay, you're two as well. So, hopefully, fingers crossed on the 16th when it's up for me. we might be in tier one. But oh, oh I doubt know? it Well yeah. you are? Know,
1: because you're from the south, so mm,
0: don't know. It's, nah, who knows? Who? Pain? We
1: won't be anywhere near it. I don't
0: think. It's all a uh, all a bit up in arms, but one thing's for sure, regardless what's tier in, we can continue doing these continue doing the podcast. And again, um. Yeah, um, this week we've got a great episode in store for you. Um, obviously after the emotional survivor series, which we, uh, debated last week, we're going to be spinning off and doing, um, the, the BBG's top five undertaker matches. Now, um, I have mm-hmm. obviously been speaking to you, got you, Chris, Paolo and, uh, Mark to send me all your list of your top five. So together I've put together our group top five, some interesting ones. Matches uh, uh, that uh, I don't necessarily agree with so much as I do, but it's uh, yeah going to be interesting when we then reveal our top fives to have a sort of Roy Neville, uh, sorry Roy Neville, Roy Keane, Gary Neville kind of debate. <laughs> uh, I'll be so watching you
1: just to point out as well, you are the only one who knows the results of this.
0: Exactly, so it's gonna be a mystery to you. So I'm just I'm just a messenger when I reveal our top five, and then I'll I'll the give advocate.
1: you
0: exactly. Then I'll give you my top five, and then we can go over both of them, but yeah, there's some interesting ones on there. So that that'll be our first um point of call. Then we're also gonna be uh previewing um NXT takeover more games this weekend. Um, oh, I can't games. do it I can't do it like William
1: Regal. I don't think anyone <laughs> can do it like William Regal. Um but what have you heard no, him say I've never seen Two pretty Your Best Friends? No. You haven't seen this TikTok? No. Should we do a live reaction? Hold on, I'll send it to you. Well, while
0: you send that to me, um, yeah, that, our plan, plan of action for this evening. Obviously, before we get into the Undertaker, um, top five, uh, I understand that you want, uh, that you're going to promote our fantastic sponsors.
1: Of course I am. Our fantastic, fantastic sponsors. Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Providing podcasters with flat rates for ad space so you always know how much you get. When you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member, and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's Pod.co at podgo.co. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podcom section of the application. This is the heavyweight king, Mickey Barnes, and you... Are listening to Broken but Glorious.
0: Undertaker's top five uh, matches. Um, we will start from the f- uh, obviously from number five and work our way up to number one. Um, in, in number five place, we've got match the main event from WrestleMania. Drum roll please.
1: <laughs> Twenty-four.
0: Oh. Undertaker against Edge. Um, this came fifth. I think it was just me and Chris that voted for this one. Um, and it was actually, yeah. So this was me and Chris that voted for this one. I, th- I think there might have been one other vote. I could be wrong, I but anyway. I
1: could have voted for it, but I didn't. I will, I will admit that now.
0: It squeezed into fifth place. Um, so obviously, yeah, these two, I mean, they, fe- they feuded for, for quite a while, um, over SmackDown. Um, this one, obviously, Edge moved to the SmackDown brand. Um, obviously had his, uh, and it's obviously a, had a big stable. Uh, got into a romantic relationship with Vicky Guerrero. You had Chavo Guerrero in the group. You had, um, well, the major broskies or brothers or whatever you want to call them, but in Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder, the edge heads. Uh, so they were in it. And, um, I did actually, and there was also a bloke called Bam Neely in there as well, I believe. Um, who was Chubba, Guerrero, Chubba Guerrero's bodyguard.
1: Oh, God, oh, And yeah. you had big,
0: you had big show in there as well, I think, actually, at some point as well.
1: Yeah, that would be um, 25, I believe, because yeah, be other I think
0: thing, didn't that's ooh, yeah. Um, but yeah, this this I'm trying to get this because this was kind of during my hiatus of watching wrestling. Uh, obviously, I still every year would watch WrestleMania about because it's just it's like, it just happens, doesn't it? When WrestleMania's on, but yeah, WrestleMania 24 was a bit of a it was a it was a bit of an up and down show. Um, oh, uh,
1: I think it was a good one. I think it's well underrated.
0: There was some fantastic matches, and I think I think the Money in the Bank was one of the best Money in the the Bank matches at Mania. Um, Obviously, Vic Flair, Shawn Michaels, fantastic. It's
1: gonna save you from crying at a wrestling match because I have.
0: Old Yella springs to mind. She was, yeah, it was, it, yeah, it was emotional. So.
1: Yeah, I
0: know you're making me upset now. But this was the main event, and. I think usually with WrestleMania main events, especially sort of since kind of, since we've gone into the 21st century, main events in WrestleMania, WrestleMania is, I mean, even from sort of the early 20s, twi- the early 20s zones from 20 out to 24, Mania's weren't that old, but I think this was sort of at the start of the period of WrestleMania's when you have to. It's so hard to main event a WrestleMania when you one you've got a massive outdoor stadium that they're in, trying to keep everyone still entertained. Because even when we're watching in the UK, when it gets to sort of the five a.m. mark, you're obviously you're still excited, but you're still at that some point you're like looking at your watch of oh, what time can I get to bed now? Because so I'm trying to stay awake and everything. But this was a fantastic match, wasn't it? Um I, I loved it. What were your sort of thoughts on this from from the off?
1: Well, I I, I, I think it was easier for 24, mainly because it was still warm outside. In yeah. Florida, in Orlando. But then you, you look at, um, was it Miami? Was it Miami or Orlando? 23? Uh,
0: this was Orlando, yeah.
1: It's yeah Orlando,
0: they had Orlando for 24 and 33.
1: Yeah. But like, if you look at Brooklyn, uh, for 29, when it was Roxena, they had heaters for the ring. Yeah. And you're a bit like, oh, but that's where you'd think, Bloody hell, you've got to do something here to keep it going. I think it's also easier when you're actually in the stadium to be with it than being at home. I think it's easier to main event for the live crowd than it is for people at home, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, no, definitely, absolutely. And, um, uh, I think, yeah, because I think if you're in the live crowd, I mean, I've been to WrestleMania, believe it or not. Have WrestleMania you? 34. Yeah, I mean, with, nah, with me, I'm well, I, I think It does still take its toll on you Regardless Like Become a little bit restless Admittedly for me It was quite easy Because I was Pretty drunk By the time the main event Came around With uh, Brock against Roman But
1: It was can Was the one where Brock like absolutely Nailed Roman At the end of the match Yeah Basically um, What was and it like just, in, the, in the stadium On that happened?
0: Just Carmella chance, People just Really restless I think Just put like A lot of booze. I think they were still taught that Robert Rock was on his way out because I think after the match he threw the belt at Vincent McMahon backstage yeah um,
1: because apparently he wanted to uh, not extend his contract and move on to do different things but he was like nah Would well, he sign the yeah. new
0: deal on the night of Raw the night after yeah. um, uh, it was before Raw went on the air he signed a new deal or I think it was a few hours before about, about a good four or five hours before when went on he signed a new deal 'Cause then they agreed to have a Saudi match, I think. But but yeah, Undertaker Edge. Um uh, I also this match was also famous for that well the infamous Charles Robinson sprint to the for, down the long the longest ramp and I to mankind. Bless Charles. Bless him. And he did it he did Little it but, I mean you worry that he could have done like a Titus O'Neil or something, which would have never let led that down, but he um he sold it a lot. I thought this match was I think Undertaker, one of his best, uh, when he, obviously, when he does the dive over the top rope, was fantastic in this. But, um. He always knew yeah.
1: to when to save that and do it for the right moment.
0: Yeah, he def- definitely did. And Edge, 100% played his part in this. Uh, I know we, uh, there's been loads of talks of when, when Edge became main event star. People said it was a lot sooner than people, uh, people say it was obviously when he cashed in on Cena and was the obvious one, or when he had that TLC match with John Cena. Uh, there's loads of moments when he formed art rated RKO. That's when he may, might have become a star. I, I think,
1: think it was just when he, he, he cashed in, or maybe even when he won money in the when bank.
0: When he won, he won money in Money the Bank, there's loads of talk, but I think when he's gone from being a star, being a regular at the moment you've got the wrestlers, you could say like Drew McIntyre, uh, Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, they're stars. I think when you go from a star to an absolute legend, Hall of Famer, legend,
1: super
0: Exactly. When you go to one of the when you when you do go to almost the elite elite level sort of thing of ones where you're, you you go down in folklore, with you get the point. It was I think this was the match that yeah, definitely sold that sold Edge to being that star in my opinion.
1: Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree with you on that. And um you could argue, yeah,
0: maybe this should have this should have got a few more votes from uh, for us. Obviously, it's only five in the main. votes. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's not a dig, but um, uh, no,
1: I I left it off on my list because I forgot about it because I was struggling to. Fill one of my last spots because I couldn't, and I just went with, um, well, I won't reveal it, in case it's on the Yeah,
0: list. no, we'll go to that later on, but no, but fifth place, yeah, Undertaker Edge for an incredible match, and also as well, one thing I will say about this match, it was also, I think, at a point where, sort of, I think when the streak kind of really got, started becoming, like, a thing, this was kind of, this was really in the peak of it, because I think from, sort of, 20, it was when he had the match with Randy Orton, and was. From the Randy Orton match at 21, from there on it's like becoming an actual thing the streak.
1: Well, he, um, he made it a thing uh, after he beat Ric Flair. He held up his ten, he held up ten, didn't he? Because he was ten and zero.
0: That's right. Yeah. So it was from there, but then obviously, yeah. And then obviously there was matches sort of before, when like WrestleMania 20, it was more about him versus Kane. It wasn't really about streak. It was more about Kane burying him alive and coming back for it. I know his match with that was great. Big show and a train was a bit of a car crash. In all honesty, I. Um, but I think with, yeah, his, uh, since sort of the Randy Orton one, they've really mentioned the th- it's every year became an actual thing. And this yeah. obviously had the title on the line as well. Um, yeah, had an upcoming star, Edge, I think, as well. When you were like, oh, maybe this could be where the stream comes to an end, sort of thing. So, but, um, a really great main event. And as I say, this, I mean, I know Edge has mentioned this was his favourite match of all time. I think, I think it was, I think Edge did it on a podcast with Stone Cold. And him and Christian. Yeah, it was. This was Edge's favourite match of all time. Because I think they did the game of, they would predict each other's what they think, and Christian got it right. Christian
1: said, like oh, that the
0: That's it. But then Edge got it wrong for Christian. Edge said it was the match with Orson at SummerSlam, but Christian said it was his match with Del Rio at, um, when he actually won the belt, sort of thing. Uh, um,
1: that's fair. I was going to say, that's a, that's an odd choice.
0: But yeah, uh, a worthy fifth place, and, um, yeah, I think as we start, as we mean to go on, um, in fourth place, a match that didn't main event, but where's the drum roll going?
1: Drrr,
0: it's a match drrr. from WrestleMania 28, and it was Ooh. Undertaker versus Triple H, the end of an era match. Uh, Ooh, that's low. That Hell in a Cell match. Shawn Michaels as the referee. Bit of background for this one. Obviously, these two. Well, they wrestled at WrestleMania 27, which I thought was a good match. Now, this gets a lot of mixed reviews all over the internet. Uh, people said, "Oh, it was, it was, it was painful to watch," which I completely disagree. I really, really enjoyed this it match. It
1: was painful to watch.
0: Oh, uh, there was. I mean, it was when I first sort of around that time was when I first really got like involved in like looking at well, basically reviewing wrestling on the internet um, around that time and. There was just lots of people just slagging this. Match. I know it was a quite a poor WrestleMania and it might have been sucked into, um, into obviously people's oh, negative no, vibes of that WrestleMania. But I loved it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was, uh, obviously quite brutal. And at the time we didn't really have it was at a time when obviously we weren't getting too many brutal, um, matches. So it felt fairly brutal. It was two wrestlers we hadn't seen for obviously because they both were off for about a year. And, um, I just enjoyed JR on commentary. I thought it was great, that match for WrestleMania 27.
1: But, I just want then, any listeners to, to listen to me right now. If you think that match was painful and boring, <laughs> what, why, why do you watch wrestling? <laughs> exactly. Well said. The emotion.
0: T- it didn't help as well, the fact that Undertaker got concussed in it as well. Did it? So, well, yeah, at the end, he collapsed at the match, didn't he, and um, got taken out um, on Did that. He? Yeah, that WrestleMania 27, he got taken out on like a well, on like he couldn't walk out. He didn't walk up the ramp basically at the end, which was kind of a thing going into this match. Oh,
1: that one, that one. Yeah. That, that that was all. I think that was all gimmicks, wasn't it? Oh, it might have been to be fair, but yeah, Cause I cause think it, that they, was well, what they... set up for next year. <laughs> yeah. That that the whole was... thing because he was like cutting his hair and everything in the video.
0: Yeah, that's right. He's, like, yeah,
1: yeah. I've never not walked out of a match, and Triple H was like. Oh, that was a be- that was one of the best lines. Where you may have won the match, but you definitely didn't win the war. Well, didn't and win I the like, war. Whoa. And then well, that video the fig- of him cutting his hair with yeah. the razor blade. And like, oh my God, what's going on?
0: That's it. it, it, it the whole build up. I thought this was pretty good. So it was um, when Triple H was obviously well, since after the 27, their match at 27, Triple H became an on-screen sort of authority figure, um, very much a face. Um, so he was the chief operating officer, um, and then. Yeah, I think after, um, obviously when he was, uh, we're just, um, it, when Undertaker did make his return and raw, there are sort of back and forth with, um, Triple H basically didn't want to have the rematch. Um, Shawn Michaels would then come out and question why he doesn't want to have the rematch. And Triple H says because he views Undertaker as a brand and has to defend his, the product. It says if he wrestles in, he would finish the Undertaker
1: off. Um, yeah, so was was like, over... I'm not, I'm not going to be the one who ends you. And then he's and walking that... up the ramp and he goes, Sean was always better than you and all like, that yes oh.
0: this was fun. this was brilliant the build up to this so. the
1: best one was when he actually said it it was I think it was after he accepted the match and him and Sean are stood in the ring together yeah Sean just and does a like, smirk I don't want to be the one who ends you and he's like Sean was always better than you and then he's like you he Triple H looks at Sean and he's just like I mean he's not wrong no. <laughs> and all that that didn't oh Oh they're gonna fight I thought it was gonna be I thought it was gonna be a three
0: way at one point. I was like mad it was a mark at my moment. I think it was as he goes, Do you remember the other day when well a few weeks ago and I said who's better? Uh when I said Sean was a better wrestler. Well, he is and then just oh. up and, uh, It was it was brilliant. And yeah, well on Shawn Michaels, obviously him as the special guest referee. Uh I think it added it, it was it, regardless, it would have been an amazing match. But Shawn Michaels at the referee was just Incredible for out of this. Uh... I
1: have never marked out more. Maybe, oh uh, no, I, I have, but in that singular moment that night where Triple H slipped out of the tombstone, and he pushes him into Sean, Sean super kicks him and then he pedigrees him, I was like, that's it. That's yeah. it. And they're so close to hitting, hitting the mat for three, you like, one, two, and then his hand skims the mat and he kicks out and you're like, holy shit this
0: is when we were in peak obviously streak like coming to an end it was sort of these ones 28 to 29 and then obviously further this is when it's like the streak's obviously going to come to an end soon rather rather than later
1: everyone kept predicting it didn't they it was like this is it this is where it
0: ends this is where it ends exactly and people thought
1: Triple H was going to do it because it was like oh of course it was Triple H and it was like Oh, he's gonna do it! I, I, I wanted him to do it. But well, did you know say why. the
0: super kick into the pedigree was when I was like that? That's dumb. That, there's no way he's kicking out of this. And I think I jumped up and was running around my sort of living room watching it because I just couldn't believe what I was watching. It was, it was incredible. And the, I just like obviously we had Jr. coming down with Michael Cole and all of that. The way when Shawn Michaels I was, watching was it sort of my
1: friend, and, yeah, uh, sure. he, he wanted to take it to win, and I wanted Triple H to win, and we were over there like grabbing on yeah. of each other.
0: It was Shawn Michaels just obviously selling so, so much of this. I, I know Shawn Michaels selling hasn't really gone down well this year, um, of certain segments on Raw, but what he was, um, he sold everything in this match incredibly when he was sort of in the room, like he was having like almost like a, a panic, well, like having, it
1: uh, like, uh, he was going to uh, cry, didn't but he? Yeah,
0: when he was just obviously like couldn't believe what he was seeing you, in front do of him. You remember the bit
1: where he's got the sledgehammer like on his head and he goes to lift it up and like actually slam it on his head? And Sean I, grabbed
0: yeah. of it. That's like, right, yeah. kill him. Exactly, yeah. He was going to uh, murder him. Yeah, I remember. And then, there, obviously, he took a bump. And then we had another Charles Robinson sprint in this match. I think, I remember it was time when Twitter was a proper... When Twitter was really... You know, a new thing that everyone just loves, and it was Twitter at this point, where it was a proper big thing if you're trending worldwide. And I remember Charles oh, Robinson. Yeah. I was just loving it, trending worldwide. Charles Robinson uh, doing that sprint to the ring.
1: Um didn't take a like chokeslam Sean then Charles Robinson came in and then he on Charles Robinson
0: yeah, yeah so I it, thought, he yeah. didn't count the pinks he had to obviously undo the lock to get into the, the cell yeah um, but yeah there was so many good But I mean oh, oh, like I said so I enjoyed good. the match at 27 but this really was this was amazing this match it was one of my well WrestleMania 28 was one of my favorite WrestleMania's um, oh yeah well, in fact, it probably was. but I think it was my one of my favorite WrestleManias, if not my favorite WrestleMania. No, seventeen. Uh It was one of my WrestleManias. There's so WrestleMania. many
1: good matches on these.
0: That's the thing. Punk Jericho, Jericho yeah.
1: Take a Triple H, The Rock, John Cena.
0: Well, Cena was mate, Yeah, and even even like there was even other. So sort we of, obviously the the Yes, but then even you look at other stuff like the Yes Movement was born that night. I know that was that more mad the night match. after the tag match. Yeah, I was gutted that Teddy lost to Johnny. We all
1: um, got it, and then to top it off, Zack Ryder gets kicked in the nod by Eve. Yeah, like, by. Eve. Whoa! and Dolph Sidley did that mad monkey flip that everyone still goes on about.
0: <laughs> I knew you'd mention Dolph. That's Or and Kane as well was reasonable. Cody oh, yeah, Big yeah, Show.
1: that. That's where he choked something off the top rope. <laughs>
0: yeah, it was. It was a good match. There was like, so I think it was a very good. I mean, in terms of WrestleMania's going it was one of the best ones. But certainly in, in sort of in that twenty first century, between sort of twenty and WrestleMania twenty and thirty, that was definitely the best one in my opinion. Um
1: well I was so obsessed with like with the rock coming back and everything, I've got yeah. it on I've got it on DVD somewhere.
0: Yes, yeah, so i got it for Christmas that what well, the Christmas after um the big the chunky rest- one. Yeah. the a free DVDs. And I think it was, was a fold-up one, it was, it was free. It was a three-way one, so... Yeah,
1: I've got the three-way one, but it, mine I got mine, and it was like a big, massive, thick box.
0: Yeah, I do remember getting it, because it was, yeah, I think it was at the time, it sort of towards with with DVDs and book work, work, well, it was before, obviously, we had the network, so... Um, for our listeners, to probably like younger listeners who are like, what the hell is a DVD? Uh, this is how, well...
1: I if mean, you, you listen are, to this and you don't I mean, know what a DVD is, you're too young to be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But even, well, I'm trying to think you. Like, would you have been young enough to do videos or was I had DVDs... videos. Oh,
0: okay, you did. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I had
1: videos. Yeah. I had cassettes as well.
0: Oh. Wow, well, well, fair enough. To be fair, this is how I used to watch my restaurant when I was a kid. I used to just to get videos, but I'd you'd buy, like, just t- videos, uh, that didn't have anything on, then you would put them into your yeah, TV, and then record, record it. the yeah, record and That's how I'd watch my Raw. So I'd record it, <laughs> set, set it, time to record, uh, and then the next day watch Raw on Saturday morning. Um, you could wind through the adverts, but then obviously you'd go too far and you had to go back and then it'd be awkward when to stop it. Uh, it's not like the nice Sky, Sky fast forward one at the moment, but, um, but yeah, that's how, that's how we would watch our wrestling kids. Uh, um, I
1: miss videos.
0: I mean, there'll be a lot of older listeners than us too that probably be like, "Well, I never used the, 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 I they 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 I never were...
1: used to record anything. I had laser discs. Yeah,
0: exactly. So I don't wanna go into an age, uh, an age debate or anything like that. But uh, but yeah, Undertaker Triple H though, great match. The an era, era. there wasn't the M- It era. wasn't, an, and yeah, I've won the the Metallica um, oh, theme yes. Metallica at the at the very best with just the Undertaker Triple H stare down, and then. Both looking up and the cell coming down with, uh, and the memory remains. One of my favourite Metallica songs.
1: Do 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 do, but the memory remains.
0: Couldn't have said it better myself. Like,
1: I don't even really like Metallica that much.
0: Oh, I love Metallica. Um, and that was just yeah,
1: that was
0: it made me buzz even before the match even begun. So. Because <sighs> uh, they played it when the the cell's getting lowered. Yeah, that's it. When they looked up and then I think JR or someone well I forgot we've got one more well,
1: he, um, he takes his hood off as well doesn't he with the, Yeah. what's happened up? to the Undertaker the lightning struck, didn't it when he took his, his hood off yeah up. Oh, they got all the little that. things
0: they got all the little touches right with this as well didn't they So. Um, yeah
1: because like Sean and Triple H look at each other when he, he whips off his hood and they're like and they have that stare down and it's just so like oh my god and Triple H's got like some mad hairy chest going on as well and you're like does, does Triple H not shave anymore
0: we about to get annoyed um well i had this down as my number one okay you had it down as your number two um I did, yeah. and no one else voted for it are you joking <laughs> in their top five i mean to be fair top fives are quite hard to um i should have probably got everyone to do top tens but yeah we uh we were the only two that voted for it and yeah as it's got it got night yeah it only came forth because yeah, only do 22 of us voting, in it, albeit we put it this quite high. shot's
1: gonna pop off tonight. <laughs> but,
0: um, but, yeah, uh, that's our number four for one, a fantastic match. Uh, number three, uh, number three was a, a classic match. Uh, again, you did vote for this one, but it wasn't a WrestleMania match. It was Undertaker versus okay. is... <laughs> Mrs. Foley's baby boy, Mankind, from uh, Uh, King of the Ring. Um, In other words,
1: that spot, basically, that that hell in the cell. Uh, But yeah, I mean, I forgot what show it was on. I had to look it up. Yeah, I
0: I I I didn't actually vote for this match, um, but uh, because I never wasn't interested in it. It was a bit before my time. I've never really gone back and watched too many classics match. Obviously, I've seen the spot. God knows how many times. But the good thing with this, what I will say about what, what I will say about the spot in particular. Even when we're dead, people are not not to think about that, (laughs) but even when we're dead, there's a new generation and then generation, generation, this will still be watched and watched and watched by kids for God knows how many years. Whilst wrestling's a thing, this will always be a thing.
1: I'd like um, think that I'd also be up there somewhere. If you, like, <laughs> you be watching me Exactly,
0: as well? yeah, watching your classic matches. Absolutely. <laughs> but it would <will> be, uh, um, <laughs> exactly. So I don't mean to talk about us getting old, but, um, it's, you No, know, um,
1: just talk about us dying. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I mean, a nice sadistic spin on things. But, um, the, yeah, I, I'm going to take mankind from this. That's that spot we're getting through. Obviously, JR, it killed him. Uh, I mean, I thought I could go on and on about that, but yeah, what were your thoughts on, on this?
1: It's one of the maddest things I've ever seen in my life. And I was watching, um, the Stone Cold podcast, you know, the round two one. Yeah. And he's there talking about it and he's going, yeah, so we were up there. <laughs> and the metal supports, you know, like, I, I always think they were like, um, you know, pull ties that you get. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, but I think the, some kind of metal one, but they were the ones that hold holding the cage together. And apparently, when they were walking around on top of the cell, they were just popping off.
0: Jesus.
1: And I've, I've just think that how ballsy must those two have been to not even be phased. But apparently the original spot was meant to be that the cage was meant to break slightly when they were going to fight their way through it.
0: Oh my god.
1: And go down together. Not like fall through the cage, but yeah. Hang on and come down into the ring through the roof, but he does the choke slam and he just goes poof, through it. And you can see on Taker's face, he's like, Oh my god.
0: Well, I think again, I mean, it is amazing. We, whilst we obviously do talk about, uh, how, how great it was and what have you. I mean, the fact that they did live to tell, well, Mick Foley in particular lived to tell the tale. I think every time you watch it, you're like, Thank god. Because anything could have gone wrong. He could have literally, ugh, I mean, we always say now well, we're never going to see these spots again, but and there'll be there'll be these there will be fans out there that will go, well, why why can't we see people uh, getting thrown through? Or then they'll go, or even they'll do like stupid comments of like when Shane jumps through goes, well, it's not exactly <laughs> Mick Foley falling off the, it's like no, no, no it's no, higher. <laughs> one, it's higher, but why would we want to see that anyway? Like it's Mick Foley, he's coming to the end of the career. You're not going to get like someone like who's in the peak of their career, everything to live for. I would. The whole livelihood that could just end in, um, it's well, just not gonna happen, it's,
1: it's it? has be, been done. You don't need to do it again. You don't, <laughs> the, you don't ever need to see that. We again. don't, exactly. Because it was, if someone does it again now, everyone's yeah. just gonna go, Oh, they, did you see them get thrown off the cell? It was like when Mick Foley did it. Well, exactly. It's you been, it oh, it, why do you need to see it again?
0: Exactly. Well, well, and then there's still people who moan and go, oh, you know, when they, that, it seems to be the spot every year ahead of the cell. Where, where like we sort of drew in autumn this year, when they're sort of halfway up, and then both fall through, or one of them oh, falls the sure through. Oh,
1: does Sean take a spot? That's, yeah, that's well... What I
0: know it does. Does Sean sure take it when one of them goes through the, the, the announce table? People even criticise that guy. Well, why are they doing it if it's not going to be as good as? It's just like it's Stop not going to happen. For it. It's you, you, Mick Foley was a man who was obviously a daredevil. He was obviously a man coming to the end of his career anyway. That's why it happened You say that But he
1: went for a number, Like a long time After to that To be
0: fair he did Yeah I mean he wasn't Like than every week On like the shows Was he No sort of well,
1: I was I was watching Something the other day It uh, was inside The ropes Yeah That um, he Took the impact test To have a match With CM Punk he Yeah did, he did it, Did it again For Dean Ambrose For Dean well.
0: Ambrose Yeah I remember him In the interview of him Saying about that That in 2012 Yeah he did try And they were really Trying to push The one with Ambrose but, cause they failed the punk one, and they tried again for the Ambrose one, and yeah, he, um, he was gutted, cause um, he was obviously would have gone over, or got the, Ambrose.
1: The things going wrong as well. Uh, on the, the round two podcast, spoilers for anyone who hasn't listened to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Taker said about when he choked London through the cell, that it was by, like, some grace of God, he decided, as he had him up, to take a step backwards, Right So he stepped off the panel That Mick went through Oh my So he, he lifted him off And as he dropped him He took that step back And if he hadn't He would have gone through Gone it with through
0: him. with it oh God, and He wouldn't have expected that had, thing,
1: He had yeah. a broken foot as well
0: Shit
1: So you well. know when you see him Come through the cell And he um he starts hobbling around In the ring Yeah that, That's because he had a broken foot Oh my and I I can't like salute him more because of like when I broke my ankle wrestling, I I know how painful that is because I walked around on that and for him to wrestle on it, oh, you know.
0: I mean I've only rolled my ankle um, twice and that time I can't walk on it or apply pressure on it. So to actually oh, break it and continue wrestling is incredible. That that's I don't why think he's... he
1: broke it in that match either he, he broke it previously and just was like yeah no I'm dead hard <laughs> well
0: better than me me who cries about a rolled ankle
1: <laughs>
0: but it, it, yeah, this was just as I say we've mentioned it but this will be one that will always live on regardless of people's ages this will just be something that will trend for years and years and years to come and rightfully so
1: oh yeah we'll, we'll forever talk about that time that Mick Foley lost his tooth and it came out through his nose definitely Absolutely, both legends. And um, wild. <laughs> yeah. That shot where he's looking down the camera and the teeth coming out his nose—you like w- why? <laughs> what?
0: The worst one I've seen like clips of Mick Foley and stuff. The worst one, like his most hardcore one, of once he wrestled in a match in I don't know where it was, but basically they had like, like I don't know what it was was the ring was ropes. C four match. Oh, I don't know what it was. but It might have been a C four match, but basically they had
1: with the rings. Um, the barbed wire ropes I think
0: it was barbed wire, but anyway, he got his ear caught in. Um, I think this is why his ears came off because he got his ear caught in. Um, oh no, ropes that was. Um, they that had to was yank in, it off.
1: Yeah, no, that was in Germany because he used to do That's a strong. spot where he'd get thrown over the top rope, but his head would get caught between the two ropes. It's called a hangman spot, and he um someone had asked the ring technicians, like who were putting up the rings for WCW, to make the ropes tighter that night. Oh god. And because, like, people obviously want to be on jumping off the top rope and things. Yeah. But obviously, no one had realised Vic was doing it. So when he went over and through and had his head stuck, he couldn't get it out. Yeah. So Vader and uh, the referee, I don't know who the referee was, had to force him out of it, like to pry yeah. it apart and he got his ears stuck. The C4 matches in Japan that he had as well were wild. Yeah because they have, they have explosions explosives in the ring, and then if you don't finish the match in a certain amount of time, the explosives go off, and then you whip them into the ropes and things like that as well, and explosions happen off the barbed wire ropes. I mean, don't get me wrong, I do love a
0: hardcore match, I absolutely do. Too far, it? But yeah, there, there is a fine line, isn't there, when it, does, when it just doesn't become fun to watch, it actually just becomes uncomfortable. Yeah, um, no, it's like and, pure deathmatch style. Um. Yeah, like there's some, me and my mates always debate this, because I, See me, I, I I do enjoy a big death match. As long as it, I I think my way of looking at it is I love a death match. Don't care how brutal, as long as it's an end of a feud and both men can mm. obviously and it, it and it actually means obviously science to end a feud yeah. and it, where both men can get on board. When they just do it, willy-nilly, that's when I don't like it. And it's what just what
1: about like the tournament of death? I it's don't watch it. it. No, you
0: know? no. Uh, my friends have sent me clear. It's just too too much for my for me. In my oh, yeah, I
1: appreciate it. Like I know people who are very, very much into doing it.
0: Oh, of course, cool, yeah.
1: But I, I, I think it would take a lot for me to do it myself because I'm, I'm too particular about the way I look as well. Yeah, so it's too someone, pretty for that. I know I'm, fa- I'm way too pretty. So if I cut my face, I'd be like. Yeah.
0: I'm just an advocate, so I can't get involved in that sort of. That,
1: that's me. When if anyone asks me to do one, it's like I'm an advocate. I'm an advocate unless you pay me lots and lots of money. But I'm <laughs> like sure. I just couldn't do it. Even as a diabetic, I have to put needles in my leg and whatever all the time. I, the thought of something going into my back, like glass, i no. No, 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 no. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, that's, um, that was our third place, uh, third place spot. Um, number two, uh, I don't think you're gonna like this. Well, number two is. Drum roll, please.
1: <laughs>
0: a match from. WrestleMania 25. It hasn't Focus. come number one. It's Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 25. Um, obviously, um, yeah, not the yes. Mania 26 match because I think we can both agree 25 was better. But yeah, uh, obviously Shawn Michaels made the challenge to Undertaker. They had some epic back and forth promos in the build up to this match at 25. Then yeah, um, the match Why is
1: this completed. not number one?
0: Well, it was quite it was further down I actually voted for Edge I'm like Edge higher than this. Um oh, my votes. I, I think don't even know
1: if my number five vote would be in this this at all.
0: Yeah, it was it was difficult, but this was yeah, number two. Um but yeah, great
1: match. Um Do you remember the match that that led to this on Raw that was um Shawn Michaels versus the undefeated Vladimir Kozlov? That's right, yeah. And the winner faced The Undertaker at WrestleMania. I do. That, that was mad. It was. The fact that he was undefeated <laughs> up until then in singles competition. It was like,
0: whoa, alright. Well, there was. I mean, the, good, the weird thing is, you always do get, like, times where like, it does come around where, like, oh, this guy could actually potentially do the undefeated streak. Like, um, like the I minute mean, there's build up there, before um, they had the match at WrestleMania 27, that was talk it was going to be Undertaker versus Wade Barrett. Um, at WrestleMania yes. 27 because obviously they yes, buried sure. him they helped bury him alive but they just completely dropped that all and that's not me a fan of that me was a shame. That. it was a shame uh, more so to the fact that they never really went back to it it's like oh okay well he's forgotten all about it great um, yeah
1: it, it was a shame that the, they didn't do anything with it but the matches that we got instead well, were good, very iconic
0: I hate the fact that I just hate that's one of my biggest pet hates ever and it's usually with WWE that they just take us like idiots sometimes and they just think we forget about stuff or oh yeah well they've done that but there's no say, uh,
1: like, you'd think you'd be fuming about that wouldn't you
0: it should always be a fi- if you're booking something there should always be a backstory to it it should never just be well it
1: needs to finish doesn't it
0: I mean it doesn't it's, it's always been an English issue I mean they, they change stuff when stuff's on air let alone if they're actually planning long term booking so Yeah, this is the only thing that always does worry me with WWE. But, match itself, amazing. Um, Again, we talked about earlier with Undertaker's run and jump. Knocking out the cameraman in this one was, was, was a bit of a, one of the big spots. Um,
1: Wasn't that somebody, that, that was somebody, wasn't it? I think it was, Was it Ricky, was it uh, Ricky Steamboat's son?
0: Ricky Steamboat, yeah, I think it was.
1: Uh, Oh no! was it? It was. Was it Juice? From Juice and Domino? Jimmy Snooker Jr. Ah, uh,
0: that's right, yeah, you're spot on, yeah.
1: Yeah, I've just looked it up now and it's come up with the Wikipedia. Yeah, it was Juice and Juice and Domino, it was Jimmy Snooker's son. And he, uh, he, yeah, did not catch The Undertaker in the slightest. That's right, yeah, no, it was, yeah. Yeah, to say the least. I but... still think about that and I still think how scary that is.
0: Yeah, no, but it still was an absolute incredible, um, match of WrestleMania. And this was, I think this was really, again, what we mentioned earlier about actual WrestleManias, but this was a weird WrestleMania, I think. It, it started off strong was the money in the bank. Um, but yeah, I think in terms of actual matches that I enjoyed, um, I, I really loved this, but I didn't like many other matches on this card. Um, certainly hated the main event where we were led to Did do you hate this. the main event? Well, yeah, I mean, it was a technical match. Between two wrestlers who One got arrested They should have been
1: trying to Destroy each other I enjoyed the match If you don't look at the If you don't look at Pre-booking Yeah the pre-booking Like the match itself is good Like it's a very good match And the entrances were really good as well But as soon as you look any deeper into it It's a bit like Oh Guys why did you It was when he They decided For some reason on the show They were like if Triple H gets disqualified, he loses the title. like but, but 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 why? Why why did why handcuff the main event?
0: It yeah. I mean, we can get into. I'm sure we'll have debates all the build up to WrestleMania next year about good Wrestlemania, not so good WrestleManias. But one thing we can both certainly agree on is this was um, well, you could all call it the savior of this WrestleMania. But
1: one of the greatest matches ever
0: it is one of the best match- one of the best matches of all time um certainly undertaker's career uh i i guess with with people's different opinions it depends how 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 you are sold into kind of a storyline a feud you get like that's why wrestling's so great because people just have we obviously reason why we do podcasts so we, we all have different opinions we all certainly get we have different favorite matches of all times so we all have different feuds we've enjoyed feuds we haven't enjoyed that others have we obviously have favourite wrestlers that we enjoy and, and all sorts. So this is why I love it so much, and this is why we've all got different opinions. For me, it was one thing I think everyone would agree with. It was it will always be worth going to uh, to watch. But um, but yeah, it, it it truly was a um, an outstanding match.
1: Just just the just from the beginning, they set the tone with yeah with heaven and hell, where he's coming down on his knees from the i don't know what you would call it it's like a, it's like a plinth it as it's coming down she did just bring him down to heaven and he's like but the, i always thought the funny thing about that was that he, obviously him coming down from heaven and being this heavenly figure but see, he was portrayed as the bad guy going into wrestlemania yeah
0: he was like yeah because he did those things with, i remember that one when he was uh in the coffin he was like you expected
1: someone else yeah, and he did the, the, sne- the sneaked up on The Undertaker as well and superkicked him.
0: Yeah, that was cool. That made me mark up. Well, to be cool. fair, he was a bit of a hill um, towards the end of um, 2008, because this was 2009 again. It was part of my hiatus. Uh, 2008 was when he was um, working for JBL, wasn't he?
1: Yeah, that was because um, he... he was
0: broke after his feud After his feud with, uh,
1: Jer- feud Jericho. with um, Jericho. Yeah, and he's... Um... Yeah, after all that, he ended up being forced to work for um, JBL, which is a really good storyline. Yeah, well, I'm happy it came to an end. and
0: It came to an end at a nice time. They didn't overdo it. I think it was just quite a nice that, little. Yeah,
1: because the whole thing was he um, he broke away from JBL and then um, then because he was free, he was like, I want to do what I want to do, and that that's what he wanted to do at WrestleMania was win, was take the streak. It was
0: great, and I like I liked all of them. The build up to the match at. Um, the, yeah, it, it was great with the build up to um, the match. Then at next year's WrestleMania, um, obviously that match hasn't made the top five. Um, the match against Shawn Michaels, I feel like with that one, there was arguably too much pressure going on into it. Um, with how great this match was, it was still a fantastic main event. Don't get me wrong, at WrestleMania
1: 26, I, didn't own, I only didn't vote for more Shawn Michaels Undertaker matches, so I would have had the Hell in the Cell and the uh, yeah, I, on here. I just if couldn't it fit it
0: in. It would hundred percent make my top ten, but it just there's, I just wanted I really wanted to get other matches that necessarily probably wouldn't get the credit as yeah. Don, so that was my thinking with the top five. But
1: well, Chris said about having just one one yeah. wrestler, so I was like, okay, well I'll do that then.
0: Oh crap, I didn't do that.
1: <laughs> uh, did you not? Because I would. Uh, no, I think I did actually. H- you no, know, H- in all f- yeah, no,
0: Triple H-, H matches, <laughs> I think I did manage to get uh, different wrestlers on. Uh, no, I definitely did. Um, so I, I, I put a match I'll get into a little bit later on after this, but um, but yeah I I love the way they set this up for next year when they had like I think they're on like an eight man tag match on SmackDown and they have they look like a bit of a stare down and then more importantly I love the um, the Slammy awards which again should be brought back in my opinion I always like the slammies. Um when Shawn Michaels was sort of just sort of took the award there and goes how about we just go again and then. Obviously, yeah. the um, coming out of the head in a cell, uh, super, super featuring the music in, really spot that I didn't see coming. It was one of those general surprise shocks when you just didn't don't see coming. Um, uh, but yeah, the whole two-year kind of feud, I suppose you could call it, was fantastic, and it was a a nice way for Sean to bow out until. Saudi Saudi money came back in. We won't get into
1: that at all. But. Hey, he, he still held up his end of that match. I, I reckon, anyway. That's just me. He held oh, up I, his end.
0: I don't, yeah, I just.
1: He was definitely the best part of the
0: match. I'd rather he just stayed retired, to be honest. I just couldn't get into it I because just I just. was into Wrestle HB Styles. <laughs> is that, yeah, exactly. I'd rather he done that or Adam Cole or someone.
1: Just or someone even, like Daniel Bryan.
0: Yeah, anything. Yeah, even when they had the, um, from that from when Brian obviously his face running when he yeah when he cost Brian it, the um, match against Orton, it had in the cell
1: but yeah I always wanted to see the DX versus the Brothers of Destruction and I was I if someone had good? asked me at the time and said do you think this match will be good I I would have been like yeah because it wasn't about them like being youthful and everything it was like these these lot of experienced workers and they know what they're doing and even to, even they've said on the Last Ride documentary that they got out there and just shit the bed. And it was like, <laughs> ooh, guys.
0: Well, I think
1: everything that went wrong could have gone wrong in that match. It was just a, a cluster of um, unfortunate events, really.
0: We'll do a lot on these podcasts, but I
1: never thought we'd have someone begging our
0: listeners to go back and watch a Saudi, well, let alone a Saudi show, but, uh, not unless this, this match on a Saudi show as well. I'm
1: not begging anyone to go back and watch it. I'm just saying I thought it was going to be really good. And, I mean, yeah. I think if everything hadn't gone absolutely peak tongue like it did, it could have been half decent. But Triple H tour pectoral in the first, what, Five minutes.
0: Yeah.
1: And then Kane lost his mask. So he was like, what's going on? I'd... <laughs> and Sean yeah. was there going, I've not wrestled in, what was it?
0: In how long? Nearly, nearly ten, ten years. Yeah, ten years. It
1: was nine, and that was it. Was it 2018? Yeah. Um, yeah, nine years he hadn't wrestled. And he was just like, right, so I guess I'm carrying this one then, boy.
0: <laughs> um... But yeah, it yeah. I mean, whatever we have got that one. <laughs> um. So m- the main event, the main event number one, uh, is a match I've not voted for. But uh, if I can have a drum roll,
1: it's,
0: it's actually Undertaker, believe it or not, versus Shawn Michaels from Bad Blood. <laughs> oh, that's fair enough. Uh, yeah. So um. I know that this match will be famous for, the famous line at the end, but, um I mean, I again, I've not, this has been before, but I know you've obviously, you're a big fan of this match, so I'll let you
1: oh, yeah. take the lead on this one. Well, it was an absolutely brutal match, like we talk about, like matches being, hard hitting matches, this this is one that you've always got to look to, and it's, it was the very first, hell in the Cell. the structure, that, well, this match made the structure, because, if that match was, God awful, would we have ever seen the Hell in a Cell again? And the iconic moment where they both fall off, well, well, Sean falls off the cell, that's been repeated by absolutely everybody.
0: It's just completely, completely agree. And, um, yeah, I think you're right. It did set the tone for so, many. it's the reason why we have Hell in a Cell matches, in my opinion, yeah. each year, uh, why they, it's one of everyone's favourite matches. Um, but yeah, I think one of my biggest takeaway from this was, that's gotta be
1: Kane. <laughs> Listen, listening to listening to Taker as well on um, round two on the podcast. Spoilers again for people who haven't listened to it. But I mean, if you're listening to this about Undertaker moments, you haven't listened to that. Then what what, what are you doing, lads? <laughs> um, but he he goes about Sean. He said that no matter what he had to do, he would always make people look good, and the way that he sold was amazing. He could, he could take a hit, but he could also give a hit and make it look convincing. But when it came time for him to get his ass kicked, he, he was there to do it. And for the whole match, he gets beaten pillar to post. Because if you go back and watch it, there's not a lot of Sean offense in the match. He gets absolutely pasted by Taker until it's time for Sean to make some kind of a comeback, even though he was the, the bad guy. And, so for Kane to come off and apparently the whole reason we got hell on the sale was to debut Kane
0: and what a debut it was I mean I don't want to go too much into Kane because it will take it away from the actual match but it, yeah that that's my favourite commentary line you still see it now don't you like when Harry Kane ever scores for Tottenham or for England it just it's always one of the things that you just see at some point on Twitter regardless even if it's just a goal against someone like West Brom everyone would still just go Oh, it's got to be Kane.
1: All <laughs> oh, West Brom fans listening to this. Yeah, I'm
0: sorry West I have Brom, a wasn't...
1: story about me and West Brom fans. Actually, I
0: could, I could, I could have said Brighton, but, uh, yeah, but we don't want to do that.
1: I've got two very different stories about me and West Brom fans. Yeah, yeah go I on. Them. Oh, you want me to tell them now? Why not? So, when I was younger, much younger, I must be about 13. Yeah. Maybe 12. I was sat near the away end at Old Trafford. And, yeah. um... United were beating West Brom and uh these West Brom fans were kicking off about a foul and I stood up and looked at turns to the away fans, so I turned away from the pitch and was like, West Brom, what's the score? And I was like at twelve years old and this uh this grown ass man starts screaming at me, going, We beat the scum last week. We beat the scum five nil, mate and I went, What's that gotta do do it today? They're getting absolutely smashed by like, it, like, that season United lost the league to City on goal difference. But that, that United team was still putting lots of goals past people, and people so were getting been, hammered.
0: So they'd been with their, uh, I'm trying to think who the scum would be, Wolverhampton, I guess, or Yeah, so was I, yeah they, I know they had, yeah. When they went down. That's right, yeah. Well, fair enough. Good story. And then my,
1: my other story is I was at a lean Gallagher gig with Harry McKenna, and, um, for for listeners, I'm sure they've heard of him. He's a Northwest wrestler. We've trained together, so we went well, to Liam Gallagher.
0: Gallagher, one of our, one of our uh, listeners haven't heard
1: of Liam Gallagher. <laughs> I, I wonder that. If you haven't heard of Liam Gallagher, then yeah, educate, educate yeah. yourself. Exactly. Um, but yeah, we were at a gig in Birmingham, and all these West Brom fans were um, singing about shitting on Aston Villa. So, me being me, I decided to join in, and we were all just singing together. Shit on the villa, to Poor villa. I know. I felt bad for him in the end. No
0: much day. luck at the moment. Getting abuse from our abuse from our one of our on our, our co-host this evening. Not getting the win I'm, last I'm night. I'm
1: just abusing abusing all the Birmingham teams at this point.
0: <laughs> but um, that is our top five. So a quick reminder again of it. So Undertaker Edge WrestleMania 24. Uh, Undertaker Triple H Heading in a Cell WrestleMania 28. Undertaker Mankind Heading in the Cell and King of the Ring. Undertaker Shawn Michaels WrestleMania twenty-five, Undertaker Shawn Michaels Bad Blood, Head in a Cell. Um great top five. Um again, thanks to all the guys for sending their votes in. We've got a, that is our top five. For all our listeners, again, this is obviously um us all our votes together. But if you've got your top five, please, please do send them in to us on Twitter. Um, and you know, we'll hopefully be able to read them out next week or at least some if we've got time. So please do, um, send them in and, um, criticise where we might have gone wrong or matches that we potentially that We would never even thought of to include. So, and that's why I'll bring you on to you, Lance. What if you could name one match that you don't think would be on people's top fives that you might have included? What would you say? I think I well, do
1: the, you- the one that I didn't get into this was number five, and that was CM Punk versus The Undertaker at WrestleMania 29. Yeah. That that match was that was a really good match and the build up to it was really good but sadly it was um, only mainly because Percy Pringle died. Yeah, I'm not comfortable. I, did you? But that's the point though, isn't it?
0: I get that, but there's ways to do it. You don't. Ah, poor. It was the pouring of the um. The, yeah, that was a bit. Oh, that too was that That was. Yeah. Hard, that
1: was. So, I, I tell did... you what though. It, if I'm a prominent wrestler one day and I I die, I hope somebody uses uses me to the same extent. Uh, so, yeah,
0: me, I just yeah I, I get a bit with real life situations. Oh, it, it was uncomfortable, wasn't it? But I know they always make it clear to like uh, like because I know once they said to, I know they are very good in terms of they ask wrestlers, do you want it to be included in the storyline to build up heat? And if, if family say no, I'm absolutely not. They won't do it. Because remember when Brian. Yeah. Brian, about his dad when Brian's dad died, he said, Absolutely, under no circumstances can we include this into it, any storyline. And they said, No, obviously, we're not going to do that under any circumstance. They obviously asked wrestlers, I oh, know, and that's not me saying, Oh, yeah, well, then that means Brian loves his dad more than other wrestlers love. It, oh, it's, God, just, people no. just take stuff different ways, don't they? And, well, uh, like
1: a lot of old school wrestlers will say that that it's a chance to be used and you should use it. Yeah, well, I, and I the show goes it. on and things like that.
0: I just feel like, yeah, it's uh, but it's completely up to the and I think we are we have changed, haven't we? We're in a day where people just might not want to include it onto certain things, and but yeah, it, if well, it's you like could argue the
1: one with um, Charlotte's brother that was yeah that was a mad one.
0: It just came out of the blue, really,
1: didn't it? Yeah, that um, cause that, that had no build to it, but it yeah. was like, oh, oh, god, okay, but that was the one where I was like. But the thing is with the punk one and everything, that did make me feel uncomfortable, like yeah, so uncomfortable. But I always thought that it just made you want to see Taker win more. And
0: we got a good moment, and this was another match that uh, we had again that moment when he hit him with the urn when he was in his when he was going for the last ride. Again, I was oh like, God, streaks I mean. over. It had me out of my seat. Uh, I know someone who I used to was at this WrestleMania actually and said he was running up and down the aisle when this happened thinking it was a to everyone
1: be, thought he'd done it
0: but he hadn't um, it was just a great Wrestlemania and it was a great match okay. uh, obviously we won't go into what happened next with Punk because we'll be here all night uh, we obviously made it to talk about it a mad the show story
1: about him and Vince where he says have you watched the match back you should be proud of that no, you should pay me like you. I was in the. No, that was it. It was a main event quality match. Well, pay me like it was a main event quality match.
0: It, it was a great match. And, um, but yeah, that Ooh. was. My one was, um, Undertaker Jeff Hardy from that role. I know he mentioned it on
1: the show Ooh, last week. Oh, that's a good match.
0: I, again, I did love JR on commentary, but it was just a match I wanted to go for a bit off the cover. Oh. It's not kind of, I was good off the path it, But it was great. It was at a time where it really got Jeff Hardy right and he was such an underdog. I'm just a big fan of when an underdog. I think when you can do a ladder match, you can really give the underdog almost that chance, especially yeah. against a big, a big, where it was big evil at the time on sake, uh, And it was,
1: um. I just fantastic. keep remembering where he got his hand out and he's like, go on, make a name for yourself, kid. I said that in a very like northern way, but.
0: No, all. I, I, I'd i like to see more moments like this when you get like underdogs coming close or whatever. I know, oh, you know the last it? thing I could think of was Mustafa Ali when he was, when I see, we had an argument on this on the podcast before, um, uh, with the previous, uh, member of the team. And, um, I, I found it hilarious when Ali was about to pick up the, um, the, the briefcase and Lesnar just came out and just threw him off the ladder. I found it, I thought it was brilliant. But then, but then there's some fuming. people on the other end who were fuming going, well, why on earth are they bringing out a part-timer just to take,
1: steal it from me? I do so, not mind it. I, I don't it really mind thing. part-timers, to be honest.
0: I don't mind if it's done like that, like if they literally are taking the piss in a way. I think it, if they're going like, to annoy me but bringing The
1: whole up. idea is that people seem to forget that the point is you're meant to be angry at it.
0: Angry at it, but like we said it before on the show... It, it makes money WWE last year ticket sales before this is before COVID before COVID WWE b- ticket sales were poor for that WrestleMania last year they gave the title to Goldberg and apparently they shipped 10,000 tickets within a week because sure. people it just sadly I know it's obviously a sad state of affairs but when you're running WrestleMania it's not just about wrestling it's kind of all about the weekend selling stars like my mate Obviously, was, we all we were going to WrestleMania next year, but still, it's still a rearranged trip that probably won't happen. But he was like, Oh, I'm only going to go if there's a big name on there. He goes, I don't know. He really goes, he was sort of just trying to think of wrestlers that he was when he was a kid. But so there'll be people like that who will go just for the name. So yeah,
1: um, yeah of course. But I'd, I'd like to see some because that Jeff Hardy story, I think it's probably one of the most, the best accidental thing that you ever came across because he went from his time where he started. To 2008 without winning the WWE title or even coming close to the WWE title. I don't. I don't know if it was accidental and maybe, but but he didn't help. that obviously had his own personal issues and had to go away for a while. And then when he came back again, he 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 faced that issue of having his own personal demons at WrestleMania 24. But the whole story that. Throughout his career, where he's, he's had his own personal issues, and then he's come back, and then at 2008 Armageddon, where he won the title, it eh, oh, it was just, everyone was so invested, especially when he was having his matches with Triple H as well, over the WWE title, and then he, he finally won it off edge, and then he lost it a month later, and I'm still sorry about that. <laughs> he should have answered um, us WrestleMania any other title, I'm just saying. I, I agree, that's, but yeah. Imagine cool. if it was Matt versus Jeff in the main event. That would have been good. Cool. Bless you. Bless you. Do you remember when it was meant to be Christian who was him on the chair? Uh I actually didn't know. Did you not know that? It was meant to be Christian. And that was uh, meant to be I... Christian's return. But it got leaked, so they said because everyone knew who it was, they changed their minds of a surprise oh that's annoying
0: I never did uh, see, that was when I wasn't I was still and then playing. Christian
1: came back and was in the money in the bank at 25
0: I remember that the most the uh, the most <laughs> the most uh, under well it was obviously a fantastic moment for us watching unless you're Matt Stryker when he was like oh you know when you, you answer the door and you're like it's that annoying neighbour who just what, there it is Matt Stryker answering the door going oh it's Christian <laughs> <laughs>
1: I remember the big deal they made as well, and this is like around the time where people are like, right, TNA, this, this is the end of TNA, TNA are dead, because they ran a video on TNA to promote Christian going to WWE. TNA, what about Impact? I, I, it's weird. The Impact was so good, and then just tailed off. And now they're doing good things again, which is good. Under Don Callis. <laughs> Don Callis is the man. I, um. We went through all yeah. the houses then for that. This is Ries and Rogan, and you are listening to Broken Book Glorious.
0: Predictions for NXT Takeover, um, which is this Sunday. I was wish it was on the Saturday. Um, but yeah, this Sunday. It's oh, the last it's Takeover. Weird. It's of- on Sunday. Yeah, I think I do mind them, I don't mind them doing it on the um. On the weekends of play. I think they've done it tactically because I think before everyone would always just go, Oh, well, you know, takeover is going to be much better this weekend than the pay per view planned. Obviously, they'll still do it for the big four, but we're not in normality at the moment, aren't we? So, no, but yeah, well, it is,
1: It is on a Saturday before the shows. Mm.
0: Yeah, well, you never know. We might, we'll probably see it back hopefully next year at some point. But, um, it's, um, yeah, it's the last takeover of the year. Um, I'll quickly go through these matches then. So, the start off with the first, with the, uh, it's a strap match. So, it's, um, yeah, a bit of a grudge match. Strap match between Dexter Loomis and Cameron Grimes. Um, obviously, we mentioned about when we did reviewed, um, the, um, Halloween Havoc, uh, with these two. How do you see,
1: um, this
0: one going? Um,
1: yeah. i probably back Dexter Loomis in this. Just because he's that, that big creepy man in here and he just, I think getting a win would just elevate him a bit more, wouldn't it? Especially if you want him to do something big, either with the North American title or the the main title. If you want a lot to elevate him a bit more, you want him to win the feud, don't you? Really?
0: Yeah, I think he deserves to win the feud. I hope Cameron Grimes does get doesn't like get. It. It's not like a he doesn't like an idiot Cameron Grimes. I hope it is a fairly good match. Let Loomis does just win. Um, well, I
1: wouldn't think they'd they'd squash him.
0: I mean, they they make the strap matches these days as like the Texas ball rope kind of matches, don't they? If, when you have to touch the corners. Yeah, because
1: um, they are they are basically the same match. they just yeah, like the Brahma ball rope match and the and a ball rope match.
0: <laughs> the um, yeah, I I would have it as Loomis, but I would certainly have it as a uh, a
1: tight um, affair.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think to help Grimes out a little bit because he's kind of gone a bit. Yeah. Uh, I think I just hope they don't make him into just a comedy character. I'd still because he can still certainly wrestle. He's got a bit of a cool look about him. uh, Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I agree. I think Loomis win. Um, Next is the triple threat match for the NXT North American title. Um, It's uh, Leon Ruff, who's the champion, versus Johnny Gargano and Damian Priest. Um, Personally, for this, I think. yeah, it's going to be a great match, I think. But I think it will be a, a Leon Ruff win, but... Do you know what? I think the, the same thing. I think it'll be Gargano and Priest, like, literally annihilating themselves. So they'll both be down, and then he'll just quickly he run in pin, probably Gargano.
1: I'm thinking about the Damian Priest, you know.
0: Well, yeah, or Priest and legs it out with the title. Um,
1: but I think be funny th- if he pits pit- Priest because Priest the one who's been backing him.
0: Priest has been yeah, it's been quite a cool, like a funny build-up sort of thing. with priest sort of like not taking him seriously as well, but I sort of giving a bit of a slap around. But, but obviously, yeah, being a bit of a almost like a, a sort of a relaxed kind of baby face, almost like a sort of a Kevin Owens kind of one, if you like, sort of a jokey baby face. Yeah. Um, which I think Priest is actually in his proper element. I think it's been some of the best work he's done since he's joined NXT, and I'm a big Damian Priest fan. Gargano's class. Uh, one thing I will say, um, uh, with, um, one thing I will say about, um, Johnny Gargano, yeah, I wonder who, the, I don't know if you saw on NXT this week, but there's another, um, uh, masked, um, uh, there's another masked assailant, um, there wearing the screen mask. Um, I've seen, obviously, we know it's not, the previous one was Indy Hartwell. The second one has been talking, it might be Austin Theory as the, um, uh, as oh, one yeah, of as the uh, other one well, I think as he's obviously left NXT a few weeks ago, um, that it probably will be him, but I don't know.
1: Mm. Well, we will see, won't we?
0: Definitely. But, um, yeah, we both agree on Leon Ruff for that one. Um, then there's the two, well, there's, there's only, there's only the four matches announced so far. I don't know whether that's one more, but there's, um, the men's war game match. So you've got. All four members of the Undisputed Era. So I believe this will be there. Uh, obviously they arrested it at 2019, 2018, 2017, every year. They are the goats of War Games. Uh, they're taking on Bobby, uh, they'll be taking on, sorry, Pat McAfee, Pete Dunne, Danny Birch and Only Lawkin, So the new stable created by, um, obviously Pat McAfee. Um, now I think it'll be Pat McAfee's stable that will win and I reckon we might see even I reckon either a Kylo Riley or Roderick Strong. Hill's term. Oh, don't say that. I don't want it to say it, and I, I just feel that you sad just it. said it. Yeah.
1: No. 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 I think I. Uh, uh, oh shit! I think I think. Oh, I don't want to say it. Oh, it's gonna be Pat McAfee's team, and it they're gonna win.
0: Yeah, I'm you're I'm such totally a big
1: good. fan of the Undisputed War.
0: Yeah. Oh, I am, but I'm a big fan of Pat McAfee and the stuff he's doing. I think, yeah, Pete Dunne's are much better as a heel. Uh, Birch and Lorcan have been good heels as much as he I thought they were He
1: misses his mates. That's why he's in this group. He just misses his mates. He doesn't actually <laughs> like the group. He just misses his actual mates. Bring yeah. back Trent. And mm. and
0: the main event, um, women's war game match. Team Shotzi, um, Shotzi Blackheart, Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, uh, there's one to be announced. I imagine it'll be Io Shirai, I, I guess. Um, they're taking on Candice the Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and the heel turn of Tony Storm last week, which I kind of saw coming, um, as much, as great as it was. But again, I've really enjoyed the build up. The NXT has been great the last sort of month, the last couple of months, so, um, yeah, I, I think it'll be the face women. I think the faces will win this, though. I think that's just, I think it'll be the heels for the men, faces for the women, uh, only because I can't see another person turning heel. One, because they did it last year in the match when, well, obviously when Dakota Kai turned heel originally. Um, I just can't see her doing it. They can't see them doing another kind of woman's heel turn, and they only saw Tony uh, Tony Storm turn heel last week. So I just think it'll be, um, yeah, I just think the women will do it this year. Yeah. Um, and I think, looking at, I just feel like they, they, yeah, I just can't see how Ripley shot, uh, you should I lose Ember Moon has come back on a, on a streak. Shotzi kind wants her revenge for, for Candace, the Ray, obviously for knocking down her uh, her, uh, obviously her, uh, tank. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I, I think it would be the faces as well over this one. Even though I would like to see Team Candice win, it's just a bit like you. Can't have it all, can you, Reston? No, exactly. But, actually, if you think about it, that's two heel teams winning more games. and Do you think they'll do that?
0: Um, So, i say again.
1: So, if if you have... Oh, no, you have the face one. Sorry, course. Sorry. That's me looking away with that. Uh, I was saying that that would be two heel teams winning if the heel team team won. So, I don't think that's going to happen either. So, I think it's an obvious choice that the face team will win just off the back that we think that Pat McAfee, Pete Dunn, and Danny Birch, and only Lorcan will win. Yeah, um, I think I'll
0: huh? Yeah, it's an intro. I, uh, yeah, I, I really don't know to be honest with you. I, I, just I don't
1: to, want, I don't want the turn. Don't. You've said this now. I, I don't even the want to see it happen. If it happens, I swear I'm not. I'm going to be and I wanna come on this podcast next week. Huh? If one of them turns, I'm blaming you. <laughs> um. But yeah no
0: that's uh but yeah, well, obviously we'll see you on Sunday, but um but yeah, no, um we'll see our predictions if you've got as always if you've got any different opinions to us or any predictions that you think might happen, please let us know via Twitter again um something yeah. well, I can argue with you all exactly, well, on that note, that concludes another edition of our podcast. uh we'll be back next week with Chris backer in hosting duties uh where we we'll be, we'll be reviewing nXT takeover uh war games. Um, so that will be the return of the quiz and the debate. So we'll have that back next week as well for I've you.
1: A, I've had a quiz uh, lined up for two weeks now.
0: There we go. So there you, you've got the quiz. Lance has sold it to you, so you have the quiz. Look forward two to
1: two weeks, and it's quite gonna... decent. And I think people are going to struggle.
0: Uh, well, we'll see. And do you want to promote any of your lovely clothing?
1: Oh, of course I do. Of course I do. And I'm looking at you, Venezuela that's listening to this I know I know the percentage of who's listening to this and I'm pretty sure Venezuela's up there and so is what what was it Thailand as well yeah I think so and some parts of America why aren't you buying my t-shirts and you can buy my beautiful Lance Rivera t-shirts enjoy the Rivera Rave from lancevera12.bigcartel.com so if you're not going over there and buying my t-shirts and joining the Rivera Rave then we're not friends okay Okay.
0: <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, there we are. Thank you very much for your, for your time this evening and good night.
1: Good night.